Jamie Nye with you here in the Green Zone on this fine Wednesday afternoon. Hope you're enjoying your day. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Uh, today and tomorrow, we're giving away Briar tickets for draw number five. This is Sunday afternoon, Saskatchewan taking on Alberta, Kevin Cooey, and Brad Gushu is also on the ice that afternoon. Sunday, 2 o'clock draw is what we have tickets for. We already gave away two pairs of the four we have today. Uh, Carrie Ann and James knew the trivia question, but you still have a chance to win this afternoon, and that is by going to the Jamie and I, the Sports Guy page on Facebook. It's a new page for the Green Zone. Jamie and I, the Sports Guy. You can find that page. Like, follow, and uh, somebody, well, two people, uh, this afternoon will contact you after the show uh, to get those tickets for the Briar. And we got four more pairs tomorrow to give away uh, here on the Green Zone for draw number five and the patch VIP area access. And we're broadcasting live from the Briar this coming Friday. A bunch of guests will join us. Kirk Myers is going to be our Briar analyst uh, on Friday and through next week, breaking down what we're seeing on the ice. It begins Friday, by the way, a free night at the patch. The rec laws are the entertainment. Am I there? Yeah, I'll be there. And the Green Zone will be live 2-6 to six ahead of the opening draw. Again, Saskatchewan will be on the ice on a Friday night. But the patch is free on Friday. Well, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have sent out an apology this afternoon. And this comes from the Director of Marketing for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Jacqueline Hurlburt. And what happened yesterday is the Rider Ticket Office sent out an email that was advertising to purchase tickets for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And it said proficient in girl math, basically free. And it had a bunch of other things on there. A good reason to wear matching outfits. Take the stairs. Then you can have a seltzer. Um, missing out on this would be worse than when they run out of cinnamon dolce sprinkles, which I don't really get the reference. And a few people, it caught their attention. And they caught their attention going, what the bleep are you doing on trying to sell tickets to women demeaning their ability to do math and all these stereotypes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, to explain to you what girl math is, it is a viral TikTok trend on girls, women, wives trying to explain their purchases. For an example, I got a Starbucks today that was $4.90. Anything under $5 feels like it's pretty much free. Girl math. Returned something at Zara for $50. Bought something else that was $100. It only cost me $50. Girl math. Even like tickets that I buy months in advance. I show up to the concert and I'm like, this was like a free concert, right? Girl math. 
Oh, there are more. Anything under $5 is free. Anything I buy with a gift card is free. If I buy something, but then I return it, I've made money. Going to an event or a concert is free because I purchased the tickets so long ago, it like doesn't even count. I load my Starbucks app in advance, so Starbucks is free. Anything discounted more than 50% is free, and I like am losing money by not getting it. If I don't buy something, like if I don't buy a pair of shorts for $50, like I've made $50, and I can then go spend $50 on something else. You, you need to know something. TikTok is a ridiculous place. Completely ridiculous. Where people have fun making these quirky videos, even when it comes to explaining purchases. One I saw on, yes, I went down the rabbit hole of TikTok girl math today, just to make sure I was up to speed on the point of this marketing campaign. And it was about a hair dryer um, purchased for $650, and they explained it that, if you use it three times a week, that's like 150 times a year. If you get two years out of it, it's like $2 for the, because they just divide until it gets to the, pretty much to the point that it's free. And that's why it said proficient in girl math. Basically free is what the writers posted. I was a bit frustrated at the amount of vitriol the Saskatchewan Rough Riders got. And it came down to one thing. Is this is an organization who is full of strong, independent women who run some of the biggest departments in the Rough Rider organization, including ticketing and merchandise, including marketing. Like, they are at upper levels of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And in the apology, the Rough Riders even point out, this campaign and this marketing campaign and what went out to you that you got so was of these young, independent women who went, hey, this is a this girl math thing is a trend. The CFL... And this is another, the CFL is trying so hard to appeal to the younger TikTok generation, to the social media influencers, all that other stuff, into the family of the CFL family. So they're trying to come up with campaigns that appeal to a younger demographic that are cute, different. The riders are acknowledging they missed the mark. But the amount of vitriol that went their way, I just couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. Because this is an organization that I believe I have shown themselves and shown who they are several times. You want to use the term woke? Woke away, ladies and gentlemen, because... They champion their female employees. They did it on International Women's Day. They celebrate pride. They're celebrating Black History Month this month. This is an organization that shows who they are. And who they are not is a misogynistic bunch of dudes who do stupid stuff. Like, that is not who they are. 
And they know that. They know they know that's not who they are. But okay, they apologized. They missed the mark. I took it as this is a viral TikTok campaign. They tried to spin into their own a little bit. And okay, to some of their fans missed the mark. To others, I'm hearing from you as well going, wow, people can, really can't take a joke anymore, can they? And that's where I that's where I fall on this one. As I go, okay, it, it, it was a cute thing, whatever. Out of all their ticketing campaigns they have run over the many years, this was a different one, that is for sure. But, okay, we can be vehemently offended that this is now a misogynist organization, which I don't think could be furthest from the truth on where the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have conducted themselves uh, over the last generation. But uh, girl math is, now you know more about what girl math is all about and why I I think TikTok is a ridiculous place uh, to live. Coming up next here on the Green Zone, let's celebrate community leaders, uh, shall we? The Green Zone with our friends from uh, Cal Tire are running the Green Zone Community Coach. That coach will get a $100 gift card, one coach every month. We will put the spotlight on. And coming up next, we'll announce who our first Green Zone Community Coach is. They're from Saskatoon. We'll talk to them next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie and I with the year of the Green Zone on this Wednesday afternoon. And we are handing out our first Green Zone Community Coach presented by Cal Tire this afternoon. You have been nominating the great coaches in Saskatchewan. And each month we will pick out a winner to get a $100 gift card from Source for Sports. And this month's winner comes from Saskatoon West Zone Taekwondo. And as the person who nominated them writes... Mr. David Kimpton is an excellent instructor, spends the time to do research in order to create more interesting games, methods of training, stretching, relates very well with young children and adults in order to keep the students interested in coming back to the club. Since the end of COVID, he has helped the growth of the club from 24 to about 70 members. His enthusiasm and dedication to the club will help to foster growth and continued development of each student. David Kimpton is the Green Zone Community Coach of the month and i was able to chat with david uh, earlier especially about being nominated and what's it like to have someone recognize the work he's doing in the community um well it's, it was an honor and uh i'm surprised uh never really thought about it <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's probably that's probably why you're such a great coach uh, <laughs> what what got you into taekwondo uh originally my buddy of mine had started and he said oh this is a lot of fun and great exercise, and I thought, wow, it's something to get me off the couch. So I signed up and joined uh, ooh, 30, 32 years ago or so. When did you start coaching? Um, would have been about three years after I joined, so 95. You do a lot of research. You do a lot of work to, you know, games, methods of training, stretching, everything to help out the kids and adults to keep them interested. How much time away from 
work do you take to go, okay, how can I better improve your coaching uh, in Taekwondo? Well, it's kind of an ongoing, ongoing thing. You're always looking for something new, something interesting, something different to keep everybody, uh, you know, so it's not the same thing day after day and something to help everybody improve. So usually spend the, you know, an hour or so every day to look at stuff and research stuff. How much do you enjoy it, uh, being able to be an instructor uh, at the uh, Saskatoon West Zone Taekwondo and and bring along some, uh, of course it says here, young athletes, but also some adults as well? Well, it's a lot of fun. I really, really enjoy seeing the, the progress that they make and uh, seeing when they reach a new milestone or seeing a, a little a kid come in and they're like super shy and then Next thing you know, all of a sudden they're like a really outgoing person and they become an outgoing student. And we've had kids that have come in right when they're six years old and they're in their second or third year university now and you can see the difference that's made since when they first walked into how outgoing and how much more confidence they have in everything they do. Have you seen a, a, a you've been coaching a while, have you have you seen a turnover? Have you taught somebody and then have, have now teaching their their own child yet or not? Uh, yes, actually, and we have uh, a few few students that we've had that that uh, they started out as a kid, and now and now we have their kids in class, and it's it's great to see that uh, you know they're keeping up with that same tradition that they were in. So, Why Taekwondo? What do you love about it so much? I like any sport, but I especially like this one because there's just so much you know variety. It's a, it can be a team sport or a personal event or individual event. I mean, or um, there's so much room for growth and personal development. It's just a, a great all-around, all, great all-around sport. Congratulations, and of course, uh, on behalf of Saskatchewan, we want to thank our great community coaches. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you. That is David Kimpton, our first winner of the Green Zone Community Coach, presented by Cal Tire. He was nominated by Quentin in Saskatoon from the Saskatoon West Zone Taekwondo. So get on it. Now you can nominate your own coach uh, here with the Green Zone. Go to cjme.com, cko.m.com. The final Wednesday of every month, we'll announce the new community coach. So nominate yours. As we said, any sport, taekwondo, basketball, hockey, football, nominate a great coach in our community today. I'm Jamie Nye. This is the Green Zone on a Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for spending some of your time with us. If you're looking to get into the Briar, we have tickets to give away for draw number five. That's Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock when Saskatchewan takes on Alberta's Kevin Cooey. And also Brad Goosh is on the ice that afternoon as well. They also come with a VIP area pass in the patch on Sunday. So. Now, we've given the tickets away for the trivia question. We have more tomorrow. But if you still want in on a pair of tickets, you can go to the Facebook page, find Jamie Nye, the sports guy. You'll see a picture with my likeness on it. Jamie Nye, the sports guy. Like, follow the page, and we'll give away some tickets on Facebook as well. If you want to head to the Briar this coming Sunday, draw number 5, 2 o'clock, some pretty decent matchups with Brad Gushu on the ice, as well as Mike McEwen, who will join us tomorrow to get you set for Saskatchewan's chance at ending the drought. And I also have to get Mike's opinion on the fact we got to have Jennifer Jones 
right here on the Green Zone, openly cheer for Saskatchewan as her husband, Brent Lang, is the coach uh, of Team Saskatchewan with uh, Mike McEwen and Colton Flash and uh, Dan and Kevin Marsh. They get going on Friday night. We'll be there live from 2 to 6 on Friday, as well as next Tuesday and next Friday. Swing on by, say hi if you're at the Briar uh, Friday or next week. But as we talk about the Pebble Dice, today was a day we can actually think a little bit about some summer events going on in our fair province. And it was announced in Saskatoon that Saskatoon will once again be home to a FIBA three-on-three basketball tournament along with the YXC Urban Games. Michael Linklater is a co-chair of the event and organizing and joins us here on the Green Zone this afternoon to explain more about what's coming to Saskatoon with the FIBA 3-on-3 Women's Basketball Tournament and how exciting this is to have the event back in Saskatoon. Uh, It's extremely exciting. Really important that we're able to showcase also some local talent and one of the things too that I would just kind of like to clarify is that you know 3x3 is a is one of the staple events of the urban games so it's a part of the urban games so 3x3 in the women's series our our women's national team has been doing phenomenal on the women's series circuit i believe they've won you know two two world uh championships with regards to the women's series so very successful and of course um, local hero, uh, Paige Crozon, who's Saskatchewan from Humboldt, is one of those team members. So for her to be able to have the opportunity to play in front of her family, but as well as our community, uh, is something that's going to be really wonderful, especially for the greater part of our event. This is a sport you participated in yourself. Um, how big is it for three-on-three to be on the Olympic schedule now? Yeah, so this will be the second year or the second cycle that 3x3 is a part of the Olympics. And our women are vying for a position, uh, fingers crossed, hopefully. You know, they should find a spot and secure that. And we are going to be able to capitalize on the momentum of the Olympics because this will be the first 3x3 event post-Olympics. So really important that we can capitalize on that uh, as well as showcase some of the sports that don't necessarily get the spotlight that they deserve. Michael Inklater joining us. Let's go to the YXC Urban Games outside of the uh, 3X3 tournament. What will people see in Saskatoon this summer and maybe see for the first time? There's a number of uh, sports that will be included in the Urban Games. Uh, 3X3 is one of them. And we have a number of others that are not your typical sports that really get the spotlight, as I mentioned before. So one of those would be breakdancing, another is parkour, and ultimate frisbee, disc golf. You know, these are some that may be on the agenda. And a lot of people are not really aware or familiar with some of these are. And even when it comes to, like, speed wall climbing, a lot of people don't know that that's an Olympic sport as well as breakdancing. So the whole concept of the urban games, uh, YXE, came from a number of years ago. I was personally invited by FIBA to attend the World Urban Games. And I thought, you know, this was something that Saskatoon could definitely champion, uh, of course, on a smaller scale. But that concept was really, really interesting. And so I've kind of taken that template and uh, the timing has been right. And Discover Saskatoon has done a phenomenal job in championing this with their partners and making this possible. Uh, how important is it 
uh, as you talk about the the world urban games and now localizing it to get a bigger uh, get more attention on these sports now that and they are becoming as you said olympic sports for breakdancing and speed climbing and uh, maybe you can talk a little bit apart, about parkour and uh, other uh, the other sports that you'll maybe see for the first time yeah well what i think is important about these other sports is, and and actually the majority of these sports that will be introduced here is that these are accessible sports. Uh, there's not a great cost when playing these sports. So for somebody who may not have seen this, this could they could be the next world champion. And all they need to do is just be able to see it because it could just inspire them to want to pursue that as you know, their next endeavor. So when it comes to the greater part of the YXE Urban Games, I believe this is going to be a first of its kind uh, in terms of having like a major multi-sport um, discipline uh, festival, uh, sports culture rec. It's going to be something that I think Saskatoon is, is really going to get behind. And of course, with anything new, it's that, that first year is going to be very important. So as long as we get that support to come out and get interest, this being an inaugural event, I think we can grow it into or global global stage what what are the dates and uh, what is the accessibility is this uh, something when uh, in the urban games that people can just walk up and watch or purchase tickets michael now this will be held in mid-august and there the main portion will be held in victoria park in saskatoon and that will be a ticketed event where there's going to be a number of um, disciplines that will be within that vicinity but there will also be some satellite events with regards to infrastructure and venue that will be accommodated. So depending on those, we're working out the logistics as we speak, but it's going to be something really excited that we want to encourage everyone to come out. Of course, you're a great basketball player yourself. Um, uh, uh, as I mentioned, uh, 3x3, as well as with the uh, Rattlers in their inaugural season. Have you tried any of these other sports, Michael? No, I've tried as many sports as I could in terms of just giving it an opportunity. Fun fact, when I was young, high school, I used to do a bit of breakdancing, um, but that was a lifetime ago. But with regards to all of these other things, just being able to sample and give them a shot is, is something that uh, I would encourage everybody uh, who's capable to, to just experiment because you never know if you like it or not. And I would love to you know, draw attention to something that won't be in these ones, but how popular pickleball has, has come into play across the globe. So you, you just never know which one of these sports may take off. But again, being able to pre- present a, a stage for these, these sports to have a spotlight. And it's definitely something to look forward to in Saskatoon this summer. It's not, and I'll be honest, Michael, it's nice to talk about summer right now in uh, minus whatever <laughs> ridiculousness it is. I could appreciate that, too. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much. Thanks. Appreciate it. That was Michael Linklater, uh, co-chair and the organizing committee. of something new coming to Saskatoon this August. The YXE Urban Games, one of the feature things of that is the... Now, this is something I learned today. 3x3 FIBA women's basketball is how that's... I thought it was 3-on-3, three three, but they say 3x3 women's basketball. It's... Now in the Olympics, this will be the second go-around with a three-on-three basketball at the Olympics with the five-person game, of course. Uh, Lisa Tomitis will be coaching Germany. Canada, did you see how Canada qualified for the five-on-five women's basketball tournament? They had lost a game, and 
they needed a team to win. And that team was down by 20 late in the game and came back and won. And the video of the team, Team Canada, watching as that shot went in and the game ended for them to qualify, it was something else to see their reaction for that. Uh, But also trying to qualify for the 3x3 games at the Paris Olympics. But right after those Paris Olympics, the next international event for the women's FIBA 3x3 will be in Saskatoon. That's this event uh, with the YXC Urban Games. It'll be great to uh, check it out. Something new this summer in Saskatoon. Uh, Coming up tomorrow on the Green Zone, Mike McEwen will be here, the skip of Team Saskatchewan. Of course, he is from Manitoba. But we have dealt with this before. Matt Dunstone represented Saskatchewan well a few times. Uh, getting bronze medals at the Olympics. Saskatchewan's trying to do a couple of better, trying to win gold for the first time. A Saskatchewan team has never won a Briar since 1980. Can you believe it's been that long with the great curlers that have come from this province that it's been 1980 since the Saskatchewan team has been able to win? It was Rick Folk and company back then, 44 years later. Mike McEwen, Colton Flash, Dan and Kevin Marsh will... Uh, try to win and end the drought. Also, uh, tomorrow on the Green Zone, we're going to have a chat with Mario Alford. I'm curious to talk to Mario because it's NFL Combine this week. And what is that Combine experience like? Mario Alford took part in 2015. He ran a 4-4-3-40. Got a lot of attention at that Combine. At his pro day, he ran a 4 2 5 And just the amount of work that these athletes are doing just to impress for this one shot in front of NFL scouts. As other players said, you don't train doing just how many 250 or 225 bench presses can I do. But you do train for the combine to show how much you can do, how high you can jump, how fast you can run. And Mario Alford will uh, tell us his story on the combines gone by as the NFL. What does Drew Romano say? The Underwear Olympics uh, for the National Football League. Champs and Chumps next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. You two are winners. I think you're shagadelic, baby. You're switched on. You're smashing. You tried your best, and you failed miserably. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. You're an idiot. Ah, You're a bad person. Each and every day, one champ and one chump on the green zone. Uh, The chump I'm going to give to uh, Gary Bettman uh, in Winnipeg yesterday. There's nothing to monitor. I mean, it's not the problem that it's being made out to be. Obviously, it's an issue that the club is dealing with, but clubs at various times, not just in Winnipeg, not just in so-called small markets, not just in Canadian markets, sometimes clubs go through peaks and valleys. The fact is we know that this is a city that will support and loves the Jets, and it's just a question of making some readjustments and evolving to deal with the things 
that have come up over the last couple of years. Let's not try and make it into the crisis that people have been trying to make it into. The commentary, the criticism, the the his, let's not try and make it into the crisis that people have been trying to make it into. What? Let's not try and make it into the crisis that people have been trying to make it into. It was your guy who made it a crisis. Mark Chipman went to the press and did an interview saying, to stay in the NHL, this is unsustainable. The season tickets, uh, where it's at right now. Gary, it's your guy. There was n- no crisis until Mark Chipman opened his mouth. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's all it's all our fault for the hysteria. There's your Trump, our champ on the green zone, and it was uh, posted today. Kelly Chase, great Saskatchewan hockey player, has been in a battle with leukemia. And a story came out today that he is in remission with this fight against cancer. So Kelly Chase putting up the fight, got the announcement from his doctors in remission. That is great news to hear for uh, Kelly Chase. Uh, and a, a great champion of Saskatchewan. He's done so much work for charities in both St. Louis and in Saskatchewan. No doubt our champ today.